Hey, it's producer John here. I wanted to let you know that this episode it has some audio issues, a combination of cicadas and technology. I still think it's a pretty good episode, but I uh, just wanted to warn you up front. All right, have a great episode, y'all. Oh, hey, I heard a clap today. I did hear, hear a clap that I time. didn't um, hear any claps. Which means we heard Avery's clap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, it is hot in this room. Yeah, um, I just turned the air conditioner off. Yeah, so I literally this, just turned this, everything off. This recording will get progressively hotter. Um, yeah, it's it's bad. Fantastic. Um, yeah, as the podcast goes on, each of us will slowly take off uh, an article of clothing um, every X or or so minutes. Um, Avery, you know I you know I podcast naked. Yeah, I was gonna say that's gonna be real hard for Anna. There are like, what are they gonna do? Start sloughing off skin? Well, Anna, have you exfoliated? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. Oh, okay. I'm just I don't know. You know, that's another way. You're asking me if I exfoliate. You're right. I'm sorry. You're the exfoliate ex- exfoliator queen of the my, of the server. My, my, grandf- my grandpa made userin. <laughs> Oh, my uh, my, my want, dad if... made microplastics, okay? Um I think uh, I, I Avery. <laughs> yeah. If you if you would like a gender neutral term for royalty, Princept is a very good one. Uh, that's so good. Uh, it is a thing that I found out through friends at the table. That's neat. Mm. So uh but that is that is actually where prince and princess come from. It is a I believe like old latin term Hmm. so it is Hmm. a viable use uh term in like it it is out of common use but you can use it and would not necessarily be like weird for using it yeah Uh, hell yeah hell yeah lit lit my own worst enemy by lit uh-huh. And that's all we can sing before we get content. Oh, uh, I mean that. Um, you're assuming a lot. And the, it's going at the end of the podcast. Yeah, the main maybe. thing that you're assuming is that's going into the podcast at all. Oh no, no that that song will be what we go out on okay. this week, probably. If I <laughs> we'll go out on that, and then this podcast will never be played again because we'll get sued by Lit. Uh, that's you, not very Anna, lit you do you, know lit. that every like that the end of end like at the end of every single podcast i use like an actual just real ass song to go out on i don't fucking listen to this <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course um sorry <laughs> last week right. you told me not to make fun of you for doing that and then now you're doing yeah. this yeah, i'm yeah you are I'm a little no, confused you know and hurt you're doing this to yourself yeah do it totally fair um anyway mm. let's um let's start the what's show the, i guess yeah what's the intro bit this week what are we doing anna avery yeah i wanted to let you know that i'm i'm recording not in the antifaterodome with the two of you because i have been um <clears throat> detained by the NSA for some things that we may have said or done in the last episode. Did you uh did you get your Miranda rights read to you? 
<laughs> no. Okay. Well, I think but they did offer me a job on it, indeed, which is a little weird. I don't know why. I think then you can like call the ACLU, and then they'll think about doing something. Uh, if they haven't read you, maybe, you're, maybe if you're lucky, and if you're white, you're white, right? Yeah, I am. Okay. Well, I mean, well, he, well, hold on, hold on. He's Italian, which is the last white. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, I'm, no, no, no. The I'm, last white is uh is Slavs. Um according to no, 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 white no, no. supremacists. Slav, Slav, Slavs are above Italians because they collaborated way better with the Nazis than the Italians did. Mm. Welcome to the welcome to the official official conditional material uh to uh whiteness tier list. Um I think low tier is like probably uh slavs <laughs> okay somebody stop me from doing this bit because it's, it's the to. irish no. it's slavs no. it's poles and it's yeah. italians yeah like that's okay. the bottom tier we've done it yay good job gang <laughs> we also, were somehow racist like, to white people <laughs> good they deserve it yeah we deserve what? it right. we've had it too good for too long um too good for too I, long. I am also both polish and italian so like I'm Polish. I'm not doing myself any favors in life. I'm Polish and Dutch, I believe. I'm filthy, disgusting, potato eating Irish. It's uh it's all white to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, yeah. John, I'm gonna apologize on beha- on Avery's behalf. Uh-huh. Um oh, oh, because hold on. through Discord through Discord I can hear the cicadas on avery's mic well yeah that's um, life look i've i i understand i know it's it's bug season and i i yeah. believe six or so or <laughs> however many weeks ago i said that it was going to be loud bug summer and yeah. i've been proven right yeah um uh, yeah. which means the next thing that we're doing for uh conditional materials red cape is a rewatch of jeepers creepers oh fuck yes I thought you were. I, God, th- those. I thought you were going to say you were going to read Blue Beetle or something. No, Jeepers oh. Creepers is about a cicada man. Oh, is it? Yeah, is that what, is that what that's about? Yeah, it, it's it's about yeah. a Justin serial Long? killer cicada person. The Justin Long. Yeah, one? he's both of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Well, all all three of them, but we don't talk about the last one. I don't even um, think about the last I've one. I've seen that. I just movie. Think about one I, and two. I don't remember any. I mean, it was in college, so that was like. It's because it's because well, he has wings and he lives underground, yeah. and he comes out and attacks people every twenty something years. Yeah, yeah. He basically it's, it's a big like, cicada man. Yeah, it's a big cicada man. It's it's great. That's why I was thinking we should do a Jeepers Creepers movie watch. Yeah. I love the I love the first two movies. I genuinely think that um, the the that Jeepers Creepers one and two both are fantastic movies. Yeah. With, mm-hmm. Like, a, like uh, they're amazing. It, I I it sucks that uh, the fucking director is like a horrible pedophile. But yeah, but like what Hollywood uh, like there are so many Hollywood pedophile directors. It's so hard to keep track of. Yeah. Well, at least I can at least have faith. Knowing that, like, a Jeepers Creepers movie is never going to be made again, so I can at least watch okay. those two and be like, "Yeah, great." <laughs> also, like, I mean, Jeepers Creepers one is a really good movie for it being a very limited set, a very limited like cast. Yeah, I'm betting it was I mean, a very shoestring budget. Uh, I'll I'll say this: some of my favorite stories are uh, some of my favorite. I need we I, I need to do a red cape on creepy pasta because uh I'll. Uh, creepypasta gets shat on too much because there are some genuinely really good stories well we should save that um, for shocktober 
Yeah. But but yeah, one of my favorite uh creepy pastas is based off of just the beginning of that movie where they find the barn house and, mm-hmm. and the 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 big tube. Um yeah, uh, I I love that movie. We could talk about it forever and we'll talk about it on Red yeah. Avery, since uh, uh, both what? Anna and I have introduced uh, promises we will eventually have to cash for this show, please, rule of threes, give us one. Uh, a promise that we'll eventually have to do? Yes. Just for the show? <laughs> yeah. I will one day die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all, of us will, all of us will die one day. Uh, that's not a promise. I mean, that's just fact, but... Um, it is a promise, because it'll happen. I, yeah, no, I mean... I mean, I'm not promising it because that would imply a threat. I just know that it will happen; that we will all die. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, as we as we're uploaded to the singularity, these bodies will die, but a new consciousness formed from. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> uh, the three of us fused together in a singularity. Oh God. <laughs> oh, that would be absolutely atrocious. Uh, my thing is, I think we need to do a live stream just as the three of us about something at some yeah. point that's the that's yeah. the, and that's the promise we just have to wait for our comrade to uh receive one of their uh police allocated yeah uh graphics cards yeah hopefully it's on its way hopefully who knows Anyways, welcome to the Condition of Materials podcast. I'm your cicada man host, John. I'm your sweaty host, Avery. I'm your sleeping for 15 years to only to awake, scream, and fuck uh, host, Anna. We're, we're all, oh, we're, we're all doing cicada-themed ones. Should I do another one? Uh, it doesn't matter. Every episode... <laughs> the the threat is two of us do one bit and another person does a bit that has nothing to do with the bit the other two are doing. Yeah. That's the joke. Is that I'm just very the joke is we don't follow the rule of three. I'm just very sweaty over here and I'm becoming slowly more aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally okay, John McClain. Um <laughs> oh, was that a die hard? Bristol's get the... so sweaty in those movies. You you barefoot in those in those uh events? I'm, I'm sorry? You know it. Barefoot is legal, baby. Hey, I have a thing I want to talk about. Um, yeah, Anna, what's that thing? So, a- as I kind of talked about... I actually don't know if I actually did talk about it on the show, but uh, I, got a, I got a job. Um, I well, work at a fucking grocery do do? store. And I, okay. I'm not well, sorry. <laughs> hold, no, on. hold on. Hold uh, on. I, I have a job. I stock shelves at a grocery store at night. whoop de doo Great. Um... There's something you notice when you are taking boxes out of bigger boxes and putting them on a shelf, which is that so fucking many boxes have a little symbol on them. And I'm sure people have seen this. Um, I'll describe the symbol. It's a little square. It's got a check mark that's actually like a piece of grass. There's a butterfly on it. And next to that, it says the non-GMO project. Um, if you live in America, you have eaten products with this stamp on it. I 100% guarantee it. Um, but uh, why does this matter? Why am I bringing this up? Well, it's just something I've been thinking. Why are you eating boxes? 
<laughs> Something I've been thinking about lately, uh, because it's been brought up in every leftist circle across the internet this week, which is um, online leftists have this idea that we should focus. I mean, I'm not, I'm 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 just gonna say the the consensus among a lot of online leftists is that conservatism is the death of leftism and um we should stop focusing on liberals because we can nitpick the libs out of our circles once we've defeated the bigger evil um and my argument is that that's impossible because the libs halt you know progress that's their job their whole job is to I mean, uh, centrism, yeah. centrism is not, centrism is not the halfway point between leftism and conservatism. Centrism no, is a, it's a blockade. Yeah, centrism is gatekeeping, is the gatekeeper of fascism. Yes. Like, it's, 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 it's there to, like, uh, you know, f- fans of the show know we hate using the word Overton window, but, like, yes. centrism is there to... Not not to pull the right left, but to pull the left right. Yeah. Um, and so, as I've said many, many times, uh, I fucking hate libs because they do the dumbest shit. So, what does this have to do with the non-GMO project? Well, the non-GMO project is a fucking liberal shell company that does fuck all. Um... And I'll explain by uh, uh, by going through their uh, by going through their website and ex- and and just asking what the fuck do they do? Uh, before I get into that, I just want to say GMO um, uh, is genetically modified organism. Uh, what that means is literally fucking anything. Uh, popular media and popular culture will have you believe that. Um, Shit like the fly and uh, 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 horrible growth hormones and shit like that. That's genetic engineering and it's so dangerous and and it's... <sighs> yeah, but have you ever had a cotton candy grape? Those things are fucking delicious. I actually haven't well, had one of those. Breeding is something I want to talk about. Because in plants, breeding is genetic modifying. Yes. Genetic, genetic engineering, a, the oldest form of genetic engineering is just breeding especially breeding every modern day vegetable or fruit you eat is a is a you know construct oh, of yeah. thousands of years of genetic breeding genetic engineering apples i, I mean uh, uh, oh no actually a- no, no. i was gonna say apples you you can't genetically engineer apples this is actually a no. really cool fact every yes um, yeah you can't but uh uh not apples i i meant to say yes uh uh corn rice soybeans potatoes um those oh, yeah. if you've if you've ever seen what original corn looks like it's crazy it's fucked up. it's it's wheat it's like it's fucking it's wheat. the pre uh pre picture of like uh someone before they get braces that's what fucking pre corn right. looks like um, I was uh, also uh, going to uh, say bananas. Every banana is essentially a clone. I, I was literally just about to say bananas. Um, a normal banana in the wild is about three inches long and has seeds the size of marbles yeah. all throughout it's, it. They're, every banana yeah. that you have ever eaten is a clone. Uh, I posted a link in 
in um, links to articles, and it is GMO bananas and how to avoid them. Uh, apparently, there's a new wave of GMO bananas, but also every banana that has ever been eaten in the last decade is genetically modified. Also, well, yeah, because they keep having banana blights. Yeah, for the the obvious reason because they they're keep so horribly the inbred. Uh, yes, they're the Dalmatians of the fruit world. Also, fun fact: this website on the sidebar has a, has an ad for for colloidal silver hand spray. So you know this is a great source. Anyway, all this to say that GMO is such a wide spectrum of beliefs, thoughts, ideas, strategies. Like, yes, there are. Uh, uh, there are laboratories across the planet that are, like, literally pulling out sections of DNA, flipping them, putting them back, and doing all kinds of weird things. Like, that is happening. I'm not saying that's not happening. But to say that, like, genetically modified food is bad is, like, saying that, like, fucking anything is bad. I mean, every food you've ever eaten has been genetically modified in some way. The opposition to GMOs is very similar to the opposition of nuclear power in that genetically modifying food and using nuclear power are two of the ways that we will eventually have to face when we start working on ways to feed and electrify this planet in a safe, sustainable way. Uh, I know that people can be negative about nuclear power, but I think it is the same sort of space of like, we have to do this responsibly. Yeah. But there's nothing inherently wrong with it. The inherent wrongness comes from capital. Yeah. Yes. Um, again, with nuclear power and with GMO, the reason why people are, are so against these things is because um, in, in small cordoned off sections of the world, um, bad things have happened around these. Uh, genetically modified organisms have led to uh, an entire species of banana dying out in the 30s, and um, they, it's led to I- entire crops uh, um, uh, basically becoming uh, completely inviolable, and entire uh, um, in, in, entire species of plants now have this genetic predisposition for fucking E. coli. So, it... it not to say that all GMOs are good. No, it's a lot more of a gray area. Uh, which is why I think the non-GMO project is very interesting. Because um, g- let's just go to their mission and see what their mission says. I just saw this on 50 fucking boxes uh, yesterday. And I was like, what is this? And what the fuck is... Why is this on sugar? It was on boxes of fucking sugar. Like white sugar <laughs> like not not cane sugar white sugar <laughs> you know bleached sugar anyway uh-huh. um uh uh the non-gmo project is a non-profit organization offering rigorous product verification and trustworthy education that empowers people to care for themselves the planet and future generations blah 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 bunch of lib talking points uh we believe everyone has a right to know what is in their food and deserves access to non-gmo choices impossible 
By voting with our dollars every time we shop, we collectively had the power to change the way our food is grown and made. Impossible under capital. I used to Preserving sound and like building this. the non-GMO supply chain is a critical step of transitioning towards a non-GMO food supply for future generations. Impossible. Avery, you had something? Uh, I was yeah. I was going to say I used to sound like this. That's Yeah. No, there's been I I've, I've had a phase like this too. Um by encouraging a non-GMO seed supply, we are supporting the restoration of traditional seed breeding. Hold on, seed breeding. You okay, know, this is this is, this is wealthy white people bullshit right here. You know, seed breeding—that thing that modifies the genetics of, of plants. My my whole point, like, this is nothing. So let's go to their board of directors and see what they have to say. Uh. Maureen Kirkpatrick. Maureen Kirkpatrick is one of 70 members of the Big Carrot Natural Food Market. Well, what's that? Well, it's a worker-owned cooperative retailer in downtown Toronto, Canada. What's their mission statement? Our purpose is to create a healthy society. Our vision is, uh, is to provide the communities we serve quality, sustainable food, and exceptional customer experiences through an inclusive environment that promotes uh, uh, promotes among staff and customers trust, integrity, and awareness of healthy food and lifestyle choices. We are committed to supporting the production of organic, non-GMO, and local food. Wait, wait! You're telling me that there's a, a moneyed interest in this, Anna? That there's That's... that that there's some there's some like organization of people who are trying to to use this as a way yeah. to to gain money and influence yeah uh, yeah so i you know let's we've been talking about this for a little while let's let's shift gears to maybe talk a little uh, bit about basically, basically all i wanted to the whole reason i'm doing this is to just say that like it, this that whole thing is just libs Doing this for no fucking reason, empowering massive corporations by throwing a fucking fake stamp that means nothing. This is just a, a and this is just one nonprofit that these assholes have made. They make thousands of these every fucking day. You'll see a uh, uh, whole shelves just of, of products covered in these stamps that mean fucking nothing. They mean nothing uh like it doesn't matter what the fuck you eat like i mean it does matter but like gmo does is nothing it's a buzzword and shit like this is why we should be focusing on libs and why we should be talking about why libs are fucking terrible and are uh, halting progress that's the whole point yeah i mean anyway I obviously Anyway, it's fucking Twitter shit time. Uh, cool. Um, uh, do I have to? Israel released a superhero called the Iron Dome. It's bad. It's made by that uh, couple who documents their whole fucking life in Israel uh, through horrible comics that are like really fucking intrusive and weird um they've been uh, if you you've definitely been advertised these comics before even if you think you have it you definitely have it's a superhero it's literally a superman clone 
with a uh, a star of David on his chest, and uh, the art makes him look fucking terrifying because uh, it looks like it was drawn by Rob Liefeld down to the fact that his feet aren't fully visible, which is great. Look, um, and here I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something for you about this character. Um, every day they go home and cry about how many Palestinians they kill to absolve themselves of the fact that they're committing genocide. Yeah, it's... But but, like, like all Israeli media, like, all Israeli media is basically, um, if I cry about the gen- the bad genocide that I do, I am absolved of all of my sins. <sighs> Kimmy Schmidt was a veiled prophet queen. Uh, fact that I've known for, like, a year now. Yeah. But seems like the rest of the world fa- is starting to learn about Veiled Prophet stuff. So glad to see some of y'all are opening up your third eyes. Yahoo News reports on China and Russia fueling QAnon's conspiracy theories, um, which is a little weird. Um, I I kind of wanted to talk about QAnon a little bit just because QAnon isn't really a thing anymore in that... Um, Q itself has become far too mainstream and politicized to the point where the people who believe in it um, no longer want to be associated with it. Uh, Except for people like fucking Flynn, who are shameless and have no fucking reason to not. There's a hyper, there's like a hyper core that is not going to let go of Q, but I think uh, the damage of Q has been done in that it's, it's disseminated it's like uh it's disseminated into a bunch of other movements and ideas uh partly because it conglomerated everything but now it it's kind of like a horrible cancer that is flowing into every other fringe group and when i say fringe groups it go go on anna well i'm just gonna say it, it basically what's happening what happened was that QAnon brought conspiracy theory back to the mainstream uh uh in a way that we haven't seen since uh like the early 2000s uh, right after 9 11 um but the difference now is that because QAnon was such an actionable thing like yeah there are people underground harvesting children all that like that exact thought process leads people to like want to have you know want to commit action they want to you know it's not just like a performance these people believe this shit and they're not gonna let it go um they've moved away from talking about q and trust the plan and all that shit because that failed but this whole idea of this like conspiratorial thinking hasn't gone away it'll never go away but now it's hit a lot more mainstream you'll see a lot of these like uh uh, save the children rallies and stuff now where like a lot of the people there are young people who fucking hate trump but i mean it's look what happened was that it it broke it broke facebook boomer contagion blocks by uh adjusting itself to become relevant to young people by simultaneously targeting save the children but also um glomming on to the fascist underpinning of wellness lifestyle bloggers yes and that combined with the fact that like for the past two um election cycles um 
each each election you know has both election cycles have been rife with conspiracy theory with the 2016 election cycle being filled with fucking pizzagate and hillary clinton's a corpse and all this shit um and 2020 of course being with the um the conspiracy theory of the fake votes and all that um all of that being publicized and people believing it whether or not it was true or not and then you go online you say hey i learned about this this thing on the news and now people are like oh yeah but let's look a little bit deeper and that's where you get more people inseminating into QAnon. anyone who's paid attention to the news for longer than 10 minutes in the past like six years has received some kind of bombardment of QAnon information whether or not they believe it it's been given to them so i mean the the other thing is that like fascism needed something right like fascism needs something and fascism fascism needs a cult to sort of like create a cult mysticism around it and QAnon is obviously modern occult mysticism I mean, yeah. like when you look at it, it's 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 purely a cult on a very specific level. The spirit cooking stuff, the the like satanic worship and children eating and harvesting stuff like that, that all comes from the need for fascism to create a mystical element to uh, uh, both attack and invigorate the spirit. Yeah. Um. Like um, the, the 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 social spirit. Yeah, uh, um, essentially, my, my, my point being that it's not QAnon anymore. Uh, it, QAnon is kind of a catch-all term because QAnon became too big for its own britches. Like, it, you know, QAnon basically became Rome, where it became too big for its own good and collapsed because uh, it was gaining too much attention. The problem is that because it became so big, now people are just unorganized, just ruthlessly believing anything they want to believe whether it makes any fucking sense at all uh uh all super old conspiracy theories are being reinvigorated through uh just like random internet archives now uh you look at stuff like uh was it john forsyth i think was his name um i mean the guy who wrote that book it's gonna be it's i can't remember i can't remember the name of the guy but he wrote a book that spawned dozens of conspiracy theories you look at like people are now discovering david ike and and uh and are like yeah i already believe so much of this stuff and david ike just keeps uh fucking creating more and more insane shit to say because he's fucking david ike and he'll just say anything as long as he can sell a book about it yeah and he's been insane for you know He's shameless. What, like the 70s? He's shameless. He has no reason to... He has no reason to bend now. His belief system is... Uh, whether or not he actually believes it, he has no reason to pretend like he doesn't believe any of the shit he says he does. Because the monetary incentive is still there. Uh, but my point being is that general conspiracy theory is not going away. And just because it's in, like modern news outlets doesn't mean you should be you should be worried about it but don't be any more worried about it than you were before january 6th honestly it's mostly been neutered since the 6th 
um, at exactly. least on the at least on the on the stage of direct action. But um, exactly. Hey, you know what? This is our first. Uh, the, you know what? The, I think this will become the first of a month long segment. Mm. Um, this next bit, which is, what the fuck is up with straight people in Pride? Yeah, happy Pride, everybody. Um. um. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to specifically. I, there's oh, a lot. Uh, That's why it's a segment. Zenny oh. uh, on on Twitter. He, this is the person who she's a reporter who uh, the world's worst year, reporter. The world's the world's worst reporter. Yeah. Last year. Uh, what about Andy? No. Oh no, she's uh, worse. I, I think she's. Andy worse. knows not a. Rep- let me just say, Andy knows not a reporter. Uh, he's a he's an opinion haver. He's a bad opinion. Haver. He's an opinion haver and a Nazi street thug. Um, yeah, he's a propagandist more than a reporter. He's a Nazi street thug. He's friends with Nazi street thugs. He uh, encourages Nazi street thugs. He's a Nazi street thug. Uh, that's all you need to know about Andy. Now, um, uh, Anna, do you want to do, do you want to read these some of these tweets or should I well, or, or do we want to do? do... I'll, let me let me uh, I'll, I'll uh, I, I would love to read these tweets, uh, but I'll start with a little bit of a, a little bit of an appetizer. Yeah. Last year, this is the same person who, when asked, "Weren't you at Jeffrey Epstein's dinners?" Uh, she replied, "Yes." <laughs> but I learned the I learned the uh, the truth like everyone else did in 2019. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird the fact that he was convicted years in, before that. He was convicted in 2002. <laughs> Yeah, like um, multiple for the like, exact same thing. I, th- I mean, th- this is th- this is the excuse that our our good friend and sponsor of the show, Billiam Gates, uses a lot. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, these people claim that they had no idea and that they only just learned the truth in 2019. When, but also, if you've uh, ever been to Jeffrey Epstein's house, not to say that I have, but I've I've heard tell stories and pictures. That house is the house of an evil pedophile. Yeah, uh, it's filled with young girls and paintings of naked young girls and um, uh, uh, security cameras in every fucking room. Like, yeah, it's insane. Anyway, um, so June 4th, 2021, Zenny tweets out, <clears throat> Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein are slash were both gay. This is fact, not conjecture. I love this. I really do. I I love how new hot take. <laughs> Asked Victoria what her secret was for starters, but there's plenty more where that guy came from. Uh, I believe that's a reference to the Victoria's Secret uh, well, CEO or not CEO yes. but board member. Uh, who who was also a fucking pedophile? <laughs> who, who is also a pedophile who owns an entire town in Ohio? Um, can yeah. I can I can I read the next one, please? Yes. My sources are people who were close to them, but real talk. One, what straight man walks around Manhattan in a monogram bathrobe and slippers? Two, only a... Anna, would you say this word just so I don't have to? Uh, uh, oh, oh, only a dyke who hates dresses. Could, uh, wear a good dress that badly that many times. And I do love me some... Uh, Dykes. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> And Anna can say that because that's her last that's name. That's my, my real legal last name. Um, I'm going to bleep part of that out. Uh, 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 slur for lesbians in case the whole thing just gets bleeped out. Um, I was going to bleep uh, you admitting that was a real legal last name, and I was just going to 
bleep out the legal part of that, but okay. Oh, I don't give a fuck. People can right, find fine. me. <laughs> All right. I didn't know how, how, how non-doxing we were going at this point. We've been doing this for almost over uh, half a year and i'm not by, sure by how. the time by the time i get like oh, my first of all my 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 um location is basically public information at this point but uh by the time this reaches anyone who it would matter i'm gonna change my name so like it doesn't matter okay cool um, right, i just like hey i just didn't yeah. want to put you out there if you know anyway. yeah um, anyway. The final tweet in this thread uh, says she wasn't the girlfriend. The scary looking dude who is present at her arrest might be her husband, but that ain't the truth truth. I don't know the whole story, but I do know that some parts people are podcasting and substacking are pure bullshit. Uh, shout um, out to our good friends at Truanod because she is obviously talking about Bryson Liz. Yes. She has um, to be. Um... <sighs> This sound. This has the energy of. Y'all remember that uh, that one TikToker that uh, blew up saying that uh, Kanye West was going out with um. Uh, what's that guy? Jeffrey Star. Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey Star. Yeah. Um, uh, based on nothing, and then the entire <laughs> internet was just like, "Okay, great. This is truth now." Uh, when it never was true, and she was just making it up for attention. Yeah. This is that energy. Um, also, uh, you know what? I'm going to say this is yeah. by erasure. That's what this is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Peta- jo- pedophiles can be bisexual <laughs> jokes, too. Jokes aside, what the fuck is this? Is she claiming they can't be pedophiles because they were gay? What I is don't know. This? It doesn't what make the sense. What the fuck it's, is this? It's, it's like the world's worst cover. Like it's it's fucking nonsense. It's it's literally it's four tweets of a woman having a fucking mental breakdown. Also, uh, this, her this sources a- are, are her sources are nobody. She has no sources. To say that my sources are people who were close to that is like saying I know Bill and Hillary Clinton and Jeff Bezos. Like what the fuck do you mean? People <laughs> who were close to them. The only people close to them were other pedophiles. Also, Anna, the funny thing is. This only makes Ghislaine look more guilty. Exactly. <laughs> because what, like, okay, you, you, you could mentally contort yourself to say if Ghislaine was straight and still knew all of this, that she was only complicitly allowing the pedophilia to happen. But if she's gay, then she's, she has to be part of it, right? Like yeah, she, exactly. she can't have, she, she had to have taken part of it if she's gay, because who was doing all this molesting if it wasn't Jeffrey Epstein, right? Right? Yeah. This whole... It's its complete fucking nonsense. We're not even a full week into fucking Pride Month, and already dumb shit fucking asshole friends of pedophiles are saying the craziest shit. Uh, can can I can I go on to 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 the next topic in our in our gaming pride section, which yes. is uh, injustice to the mobile game, is like hey, we know that Poison Ivy is a queer icon, so we're gonna make her into a raid boss. Beat the shit out of Poison Ivy. <laughs> next tweet. We recognize associating our latest global challenge with pride was insensitive and inappropriate. 
real life violence against LGBTQIA plus community and women uh, with that within that community is particular is also a common and we should uh, actively engage in efforts to end LGBTQIA plus violence, not normalize it. We apologize to the greater community, but especially LGBTQIA plus members. We are committed to listening and doing better. Like, they literally had an event. They were like, it, 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 "This isn't just like a joke. It's like Pride Month started, and they have the only lesbian character, uh, or I guess uh, in certain cases she's bi, but the only like openly lesbian character uh, uh, as a raid boss." No, they literally said Global Pride Challenge Daily Update. Kill Poison Ivy, please. Hashtag Keep up the pride. great work here. Hashtag Injustice 2. <laughs> also, uh, this is the like the art for this. I, I It is not in the tweet that I, I sent out, but the art for this fucking thing is the worst piece of art for Poison Ivy I have ever seen. Yeah, it's like it's real, so bad. It's real weird. The composition is all weird. The color grading. Uh, I should say, this is specifically for Injustice 2 Mobile, not the regular, like, base game. This is for a mobile game, and so they're using models from a mobile game, and the color grading's all wrong and weird. Uh, just, like, it, it's bad <sighs> and gross. Like, like it, 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 it's gross in a way that I will say is, like, you, you could just do better. You could have just taken any image from any comic in the last 30 years be better than this yeah anyway um hey y'all remember drake and josh no i'm too old for that no uh cool i don't remember who jake and josh are great i I do know i do know the important question (laughs) how do you get out of here that's the only thing i know about drake and josh uh drake and uh drake bell um after about three months of tweeting about nothing but nfts and and cryptocurrency uh has been charged in cuyahoga county ohio with disseminating matter harmful to juveniles and attempted endangering children uh which is uh for those who don't understand jargon uh pedophile shit um yeah so uh this is interesting because um a lot of things have been happening with Drake Bell recently. Uh, he changed his name to... Uh, I can't even remember what he changed his name to, but uh, like a more uh, Hispanic-sounding name because he was a singer in Mexico for like six years. Um, which is great because now this lines up with uh, the timeline that this... Uh, uh, with these uh, charges. The timeline kind of lines up where now you see... oh. Drake Bell fled the country, was making money in Mexico, and started trying to go off the grid by uh, promoting NFTs and cryptocurrency so that he could avoid the law and <laughs> not be charged with the pedophilia that he's been committing. Um, Dr. Naomi Wolf had got her account suspended. Um, for those who don't know, that's the lady who got verified for... Um, uh, uh, basically spreading anti-vax claims. That's her whole thing. Wow. She was a, just spreading... Yeah. While on that one. Took a very long time. She was verified because of her anti-vax claims. And now that she's been spreading incredibly harmful things about the COVID vaccine, uh, she has been suspended. Um, 
hey, it's our weekly cryptocurrency uh, section. All right, since I posted it, I get to, I'll I'll say it. You talk about it. I really don't want to talk about it. I don't. You know what? I I only I will only say this because it's absolutely embarrassing, and it, it'll it'll be a great clip for the end of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, because I I haven't had a thing that I think is uh, word worthy for that end of the episode stinger where uh, Avery says Jeb and you say say what and um, so uh, <laughs> because our good friend Elon Musk has to just Woo! butt into every fucking thing. Uh, somebody was like, hey, what if, what if there was a, uh, cryptocurrency for, um, sex workers? Oh, God. And it's, uh, the hashtag is absolute trash. It's hashtag cummies. Um, Mm -hmm. you know what? There's nothing to say about this. Cryptocurrency is bad, and quite honestly, we should stop preying on sex workers. Um, especially since Elon um, Musk's... The, the the since um paypal uh routinely flags and shoots down sex workers i don't think you should have a fucking voice in this shit yeah i agree um if you know if the if one of the companies that you're famed for being a part of uh literally endangers sex workers by preventing them from being able to have safe transactional um ways to accept payment then uh shut the fuck up yeah um also i believe that there's a big uh bitcoin crash and a big nft crash uh this past week uh as long as we're in crypto uh, crypto stay crashing um yeah i don't think we talked about that last week i I believe it was this week Uh, i'm unemployed so time is not whatever i mean like We've been talking about crypto crashing for a while now. Um, it's 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 on its way Good. down. Good. Uh, it should crash. Uh, I hope. It should die. Dumb fucking crypto millionaires lose all their shit. Um, that's all I gotta say about it. Because yeah. I'm not yeah. one of them. That's uh, that, that's my philosophy. If I was one of them, I'd be you know if, you know as we as we've talked about before, if we did have millions of dollars in crypto. This would be the moment that we would get out. I honestly like whatever. Um, um hey. hey, 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 what's up? Yeah, mm-hmm. what's up? Is it? Is do you hear that? It's the chanting of DJT. All I hear is cicadas. It's the sound of Donald Donald Trump. What's what's Trump up to this week? Well, I'll tell you. He's trying to run for a house position so he can become speaker of the house. You know, here's the thing. I heard like I I spoilers. I I watched him have a speech last night in the South Car mm-hmm. in the in I can't remember if it was North Carolina or South Carolina's uh Senate. He he was doing a rally in one of those two states and uh, he didn't say anything about this, yeah. but uh, some other stuff happened last night that I I will talk about later. Anna, or do, do should I just talk about it now? Like what? Uh, just talk about it, because I, all I have to say is that Trump is trying to become speaker so that he can impeach Trump, uh, impeach Biden. It's fucking dumb. 
Uh, also, this week, uh, Facebook said that they were going to ban uh, Trump for another two years. You know, right around the time that a new election is going to happen. So, yeah. <sighs> okay, so uh, th- this was like an hour plus long speech. Uh, and my brain melted a bit a couple of times during all of this. So I'm not going to give like a long protracted explanation of what he talked about because that's impossible. I'm not. My brain. How do you have a speech for an hour? That's an insane amount of time to just talk. You have to really just like not. I like really like. I'm honestly impressed that his brain is capable of retaining all of the talking points he had. Yeah. But uh, an interesting. This is actually an interesting new thing. Um. He's now no longer able to regulate the volume of his voice. Was he ever? Uh, I think he, he was able... usually just yell. Well, no, here's the thing. It just modulated the entire speech. He would he, he would be, like, really into the thing and just, like, talking down here. And then he'd be, like, real loud and real big. And it was just, like, all over the place. So, like, f- five or six minutes into his speech, he calls Eric's wife up. He's, he's really into <laughs> Eric's wife. Yeah. In the same creepy Trump way. Only to have her her announce that she wasn't gonna run for Senate. <laughs> she gets up on stage and does a four-minute speech that sounds like she's about to announce her candidacy, and then she's like, but I'm not doing that. And I'm just like, why? Why would you get up on stage to tell somebody to tell a group of people I'm not gonna do something? That's stupid. Yeah. Uh, only to to get uh, it's North Carolina. Um, only to have Ted. Only to call up Ted Bud and be like, "Yeah, we figured this out thirty minutes ago." Ted Bud, get up on here. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be running for Senate. Um, which I believe Ted Bud is already a congressman from North Carolina. Yeah. He's just he's you know he's yeah. he's trading up the ranks, but he is obviously a Trump lifer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the the thing with all these dudes is they're so, all. So, among the insanity that Trump had last night, one of them is that Trump blamed, Trump said that Iran was the one attacking Israel. Mm. That that it is not even the Palestinians are not to blame, but the Iranians pretending to be Palestinians are the ones attacking Israel. They, it's a, it's a new thing where they just, um, and by they, I mean the entirety of the right are just like, oh yeah, this group is actually this group. They just do it for everything now. It's just, this group is actually Antifa. This group is actually Iran. It's all this. It just doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't. like, Like, it doesn't make sense because they already have a boogeyman. They already have Hamas. Like, Israel made Hamas for this exact thing. You're supposed to use the guy. You can't even stick to it. Israel did make Hamas. Yes, like, literally. Don't get it twisted. Literally. Right, they they, they made Hamas to be their boogeyman. Like, like (laughs) they, they, well, because they they needed a, uh, a religious, like, figure, because if it's, like, a religious thing and not a, like, secular social movement it's easier to to condemn because it, yeah. it, it's easier to to demonize um like a religious movement as opposed to an actual social movement. but but anyways the other thing that 
that this is really stemming up on is um, Trump did like a solid five on critical race theory and how it how it desta- <laughs> like how it is destabilizing um, America uh, and how he wants <sighs> to make it illegal for it to be talked about in the workplace. He wants it basically he wants to do anti BDS laws for critical race theory. That's going to be the new Republican talking point is that kind of shit where they are like, they're literally trying to do some 1984 censorship shit. I know that that's going to sound hyperbolic, but I think we're going like, and again, this is Trump talking. So I can't necessarily say that it's going to be the thing that actually happens. But I do think, if anything, this is going to be a talking point from other people coming down the line. We're going to see more people saying that um, critical race theory is uh, anti-American. And Trump said something about how it basically like denies that we were all created equal under the eyes of God or some bullshit like that. Yeah. It's fucked. It's it's super fucked. But I these speeches are 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 the ill omen and ill portents of the future of what we're going to be hearing for the next two to eight years coming from Republicans, because they're obviously going to pick up what Trump's putting down because he got results. Um, And I mean, you know, he went on a bunch of other old standards about how um, he paid. I don't know if this is true, but he's like, yeah, no, I paid billions of dollars for the, um, the vaccines, but we didn't know if they were going to be effective or not. But I just paid billions of dollars up front and told them that we weren't going to pay them anymore after that. Okay. And just like some, like, like just, you know, like other weird off the wall shit or like, oh no, we had the best economy in the world. And then Joe Biden like crashed it. And of course they keep saying border crisis, border crisis, border crisis. Um, Yeah. The newest wedge issues of the Republican party are going to be uh, transgender rights. Um, uh, just general race stuff, and then also illegal immigration. Yeah, that's like going to be because like the biggest. Uh, I believe this happened recent recently. Is that uh, transgender rights have surpassed gun rights as the biggest wedge issue in America? Um, wow. Just going from surveys. Uh, so that's you know this is th- there's a thing that somebody said recently on a podcast I was listening to. But that um, when when countries and societies don't feel like they have or can understand the control sort of like stemming from how how global how globalism, not in the derogatory word term that a lot of people use it for, but like the actual literally form of globalism sort of de um, de incentivizes individuals from being able to participate in any sort of like meaningful action because like politics is too big for them or it is taken out of their hands um border control becomes a wedge issue because if a state cannot control their borders what can a state control um and so i i think again i like i've been thinking a lot about it but a, a lot of this is like people being upset because nothing in their life is actually real like nothing in their life is tangible nothing in their life has like things that they can glom onto or hold on to that actually make any sense. Nobody makes any money. Nobody makes anything. Everybody just pushes services around and we're told that we have to feel good about that. And people just don't. And unfortunately, um, I, I think a lot of this, you know, 
some of this comes from like really actual absolute horrible bigotry, but I think a lot of problems do stem down to nobody makes any money. Nobody feels heard. Nobody feels like anything actually good happens to them. And so you just have to try and micromanage other people's lives and make them make other people miserable so you can feel better is I think like the core ethos of the Republican party, because you can't have anything good because these other people want rights. or these other people say they deserve things. And that's like the horrible black heart of the Republican party is saying that you can't have good things because people who are marginalized ask for the same things as you do. And so that means you can't have those things anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, terrible. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> sorry i just like that's rough game yeah um i do have a i do have a fun fun idea for for going out this week um i did have a ending segment if we wanted to just like to end this podcast soon sure yeah. um so in the state of maryland uh our fucking asshole governor larry hogan is like well, we're ending the state of emergency and we're going to be reinstilling the uh, forced um, work search parameters that mean that, you know, you can't just stay on. Like, you have to constantly be looking for work uh, to receive unemployment. But yeah. if you're if, if you're anything like me, why? What? Why? Like, why, why would you want to? Like, why, why would you want to, to work when you could make a comparable amount not working? I say this. Yeah. And to that, I have uh, I, I have some uh, I have some advice. I have some job search advice for uh, good questions or ways to present yourself to your future employers to make sure that you get the best out of this situation. And this mm. week, uh, my my piece of advice is whenever uh, your interviewee says, hey, do you have any other questions? You should always say, how much do you make? Just look them straight in the eye and just ask, how much money do you make? And if they answer, <laughs> then say, how much does your boss make? And then go, well, okay, so you make this much and your boss makes that much. And I'm making this much. But um, I, I guess the question that I have to say is, if I'm at the bottom of this, I'm doing like most of the work. Why does my boss make three times as much as me? And why, why does your boss make ten times as much as you? Like, what's up with that? Like, does he do 10 times as much work? Um, and just follow that line of questioning. I'm sure you'll get hired real quickly after that. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, you could also, uh, I think a, a good uh, old standby is before um, the interview even, like, begins in earnest, um, like, you know, you're just sitting down, exchanging pleasantries before they ask the first question. Ask them, um, so do y'all drug test? Um, and then regardless of if they do or not, a seed will be planted in their mind mm-hmm. and you can use that um, to your benefit. Um, another one that, that, that I, I, I really like is, so do you guys have a union? Yeah. Uh, I've been really, like, interested one. in unionization recently and I was just... Um, I was just thinking about making a union, like uh, at every, yeah. like at everywhere, everywhere I go. So um, just look forward to, um, you know, me putting up a bunch of pamphlets in in the break room. I can't wait. Anna, do you have any? Do you have any for us? Set fire to a trash can on the way out. 
Why not on the way in? Because uh, uh, on the way out, you're going to uh, flip off every camera you walk past so that they know you're a go-getter. Oh, uh, a, a real good <laughs> one is um, just say that it's against your personal religion to be caught on any camera. So um, you're just... You're never going to come into the office and you're never going to have your camera on during um, web conferences, anything like that. You just, it's, you know, it, it's it's a personal religion. It's a me thing. But uh, I take it very seriously. Uh, leave. Uh, <laughs> leave. Leave a pipe. Just Secretary's shit. desk. Just shit. Um, just shit on their desk. Shit shit everywhere uh set the building on fire and when they if they call you back tell them what it wasn't me uh another good one is in the middle of the interview uh excuse yourself and then take however long it would normally take you if you were working um to go make a cup of coffee take a dump and like flip through twitter while you're taking a dump um and then just come back to the interview and say hey what's up um, and just say, you know, if they ask you any questions, it's like, oh, I just wanted to give you the real work experience of working with me. Throw, make a pipe. <laughs> and you not keep enough, saying make a pipe bomb. Go get I, not enough go-getters these days are making pipe bombs in the workplace. Here's, here's one for you, um, for you <laughs> I really tech workers. really appreciate you making a pipe bomb in the workplace. <laughs> here's, here's one for you tech workers out there. Um... As soon as you're given access to any kind of server, just uh, just immediately make a fork bomb. <laughs> just do that, and then make it completely unusable for anybody to ever to do work in any of those servers. Uh, parody law, parody. Law. Um, anyway. Yeah, I mean the like again piggybacking off of my last thing. Um, if you ever go into uh, a tech company, just list off the like three tech companies that have successfully uh, started unions and just go, I really like the workforce of those companies and I'm just looking to do similar mm-hmm. things here. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Definitely do that. Um, because yeah. this is not legal advice. Please don't take this advice. But if you don't get the job, the conditional materials podcast, advice. the conditional materials podcast is not responsible for any kind of infractions you may receive at your workplace or uh, job interview. If you do follow this advice, sure. But if you don't get the job, uh, sue them for being anti-union. Um, see how yeah. far that goes. Probably nowhere, but be real funny if it did. Be real, real funny. Anyways, <clears throat> anyway, this has been the conditional materials podcast. I've been your uh, anti-work. It, it, no, I. You know what? I'm gonna take a hard line here. This has not been the conditional materials podcast. <laughs> this has been another podcast. This has been the. Um, you can't get us. <laughs> you can't get us. FBI, nice try, FBI. We are not. We are not the conditional materials podcast. I am not. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm not Avery. You can't find me at a very angry human on Twitter. I am not your pipe bomb host, and you cannot find me at Annabelle Droid on Twitter. Uh, I've been your Evangelion movie host, so you can, parentheticals, not find me on Twitter at the underscore Yamking. You can not find the podcast at Conditional M on Twitter, and you cannot email us at conditionalmaterials at gmail.com. And here's the not outro music. Uh, And remember, it couldn't always be worse.
it might be worse. Okay.